In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Last week, we heard the story of Nathaniel, who is invited by his friend to come and see the unexpected Messiah from Nazareth. This week, we catch a glimpse of the transformative power of that invitation to an interaction with our mysterious God. Our story continues, but now in the Gospel of Mark, the first, the oldest, the shortest of the Gospels, which reads less like a narrative and more like liner notes, written in haste, suggesting that the good news within is so powerful, so radical, so life-changing that Mark cannot wait to share it with us. There is an urgency even in the words Mark chooses to tell his story. When Jesus invites Simon and Andrew to follow him, Mark tells us that they immediately dropped their nets and followed him. Immediately. No hesitation, no waffling, no wondering where following this man might lead. Mark uses that word immediately in Greek, euthus, 41 times in his very short gospel. The good news is bursting at the seams of Mark's gospel. And so he wastes no time. The first words Jesus utters in the gospel we heard this morning are, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Now with words like this, you might reasonably expect a grand cosmic sign to follow. The heavens opening, the earth shaking, the voice of the Father bellowing from above. But that is not what we read. There is no rumble of thunder, no light from heaven, no grand celestial voice. There is just a man standing at the shore of the Sea of Galilee calling to fishermen in their boats, inviting them to follow him. But what does this have to do with the kingdom of God? Well, you have heard us preach from this pulpit before that the kingdom of God is one of those ineffable mysteries, a miracle which is somehow simultaneously already present in our world, in our lives, and also not yet fully realized. It is already here, and it is still arriving, each and every day more present, more powerful, more pressing than it was the day before. The kingdom of God is already and not yet here. And the first sign Jesus gives us of that kingdom of God arriving in our midst is an invitation. Follow me, he says, and I will make you become fishers of men. I will make you become. Throughout the Gospels, the disciples don't do all that much. They are not the ones who heal the sick and preach the word and raise the dead. 
They follow Jesus around as he does the work. And they listen and observe and rarely understand the things he is trying to teach them. They ask not how they can be more like him, but instead, who will get to sit at his right hand in glory? And yet, from the moment they drop their nets and follow him, they are fishers of men. As they follow Christ, bumbling behind him, they attract others, invite others, and a crowd forms, sometimes so large that Jesus must get into a boat and row out into the water to see them all standing on the shore before him. From the very beginning, from their yes, the disciples are fishers of men. And yet, all the while, they are becoming fishers of men, growing each and every confusing day in the knowledge and love of the Lord. And by the time we see them in the Acts of the Apostles, they are utterly transformed. They're spreading the good news across the world and starting churches and even enacting a few miracles themselves with God's help. Jesus changes them. He transforms them. And he keeps the promise that he made to them on the shore of Galilee that he would make them become fishers of men. And even now, 2,000 years later, Peter and Andrew and James and John are still fishing for men. We are being changed by their story, by their work, and by their lives, which continue even now. On the other side of the grave, those first disciples are still growing, still learning, still becoming ever more fishers of men. The disciples are the first sign of the arrival of that kingdom of God, which is all about transformation, all about growth, all about becoming. And now we follow in their footsteps. We too are signs of that mysterious kingdom arriving and already in our midst. And how do we do that? Well, remember that because of our baptism, we are saints whose lives shine with the good news of God in Christ. The moment you are baptized, you become a saint. But that work does not finish when the water from the font dries on your forehead and when you can no longer hear the priest saying you are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. We are all still becoming saints, still learning what it means to live in the stature of Christ, still growing in our vocation to seek and serve Christ in all places and in all people. We are already saints, and we are becoming saints. Now there is no rush, no test you must pass to prove that you're growing in Christ's love at just the right pace. 
It will take our whole lives to become the saints God intends for us to be. Thank God that those lives will not end in death. Thank God that we will have eternity to grow into our sainthood. Thank God for the opportunity to become the saints God intends for us to be. The Christian life, the life of the fishers of men, is exciting. It is dynamic. It is an incredible adventure because it is founded on the assumption that we will grow and change and mature together, always being prepared for the work that lies ahead. We are not called to be Christians who stand still. We are not called to be saints frozen in stained glass. But we are called to grow, not just as individual saints, but also as a community, as a church, which is for all of God's saints. And in order to do that, we, like Simon and Andrew and James and John, must become fishers of men. Saints who invite others to join us on the grand adventure which awaits us as we follow Christ and work with him to bring about the coming of his kingdom. And when you fish for men, when you invite others to come and see not just what God is doing here, but also what God will do in them, you welcome the possibility of becoming. For it is true that, when we, that those whom you welcome will be changed by their encounter with God in this place. And we will be changed by them as well. We will learn from them. We will come to see God in a new way through his work in the lives of saints we haven't met yet. With every invitation you give, with every person for whom you fish, with every new saint in our midst, we grow ever closer to becoming the saints God intends for us to be. And that kingdom for which we pray each and every day will come just a little closer. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit.